Welcome to the Lance Talk Podcast. Um, ladies, gents, envies, welcome. I'm your host, Luke O'Connell. I'm joined today by my co-host, Liam. Hi. <laughs> How are we doing, boys? Oh, also our guest, Cole Amy. How are we doing? Boys? <laughs> I, I'm also here, made it alive. Yeah. Welcome to the show. We're, we're going to have a t- talk. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do intellectual speaking things yeah man, that's, that's what we do on this podcast um if you hear any lag or latency we're doing this over a zoom call like liam said so that's what that is apologies in advance hopefully it'll uh, get edited out <laughs> yeah and then additionally is the inaugural episode so it only gets up from here so Woo! keep listening keep tuning in all right boys uh what are we talking about today uh I was thinking COVID, Super Bowls, just recent events, you know, you know. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. So, um, Liam, Cole, what are, you, what, are your, what are your takes on where we're at right now with the uh, with COVID was? Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that sound effect right there. There we go. <laughs> Let's call it. Yeah. <laughs> It's let me let me look at cases because I haven't looked in a while, but it, it's it it hasn't really been seeming all that great. I I know that we've been going back to school four days a week, uh, along with every student instead of by like last name. So yeah, that's always. I mean, I can see why they were like eager to get back because you want to get back to normal like normalcy as soon as possible but i also don't really think it's the best time to be doing that right yeah i definitely think we're like going over more things in our classes like more material but i also think that like we made a large jump and i'm not sure we were like really covid ready for this yeah so it's it'll be interesting to see how this plays out i'm honestly a little surprised it hasn't gone worse uh sooner because <laughs> i mean i looked i would, like monday was definitely a day i was like oh hopefully we make it to the end of the week <laughs> <laughs> well we're here um started week two the other yesterday it's wednesday february 10th um yeah it's been an experience that's for sure i've found the for four sure. days very tiring compared to the two-day weeks uh, yeah and for me, being an online student, I already had four-day weeks, but I I also had uh, not a lot of classes, so I, right. I had that like luxury. But I also the classes were then like they were the normal forty-five minutes, or actually a bit longer than right. forty-five, but it varied. But I know being in class for how how long is it now? Like an hour fifty or something? Hour thirty-five. Hour thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely yeah, somewhere feels, around that. It's definitely tiring. Yeah, it's a little long at times. Um, and maybe that's just our current classes. Maybe that changes. And as we get used to it, it probably gets better. But I don't know. I feel I, like it's not. It's the only reason I think you can say it's not that long is because we came from doing like two and a half hour classes, right. which for you, Liam, I'm sure was a little bit more jarring on that front. But I mean, for us, especially Monday, I was like, oh, whoa. Like my class is already done. We're moving to the next one, right. especially the class before lunch for me. Some for some reason just seems really really short. I don't know hmm. why, but yeah, yeah. Liam, you and I have lanced together before 
lunch have you found it to be fast or what i've actually had it where like i feel like i have a pretty good internal clock yeah uh just like for when like i don't know from my th- other three years of high school just when classes are supposed to end and i'll always look at the clock and be like oh gotta start wrapping up and i still have half an hour which is actually kind of <laughs> nice it's it's yeah. it's nice to like look and be like oh i have more time especially that's m- mostly just for lance because i'll like look over and be like oh i have more time to finish up stuff but yeah other times it's more harsh and you're like oh but, yeah i definitely feel like my classes can kind of drag at times uh, mm-hmm. at least personally it's made me a lot more sympathetic to the teachers i mean i already was but it just you know they are going there four days a week and like they still work on the fifth day even if it's not at school and i don't know it's you know i, I you know, it's, it's a lot easier to comprehend what they're dealing with right now. Now that we're in school four days a week again. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to call out a teacher really quick in a good way? A good call out? I think, I think a good call out is fine. Yes. Okay. And like I've, I'm in uh, Mr. Gunner's pre-calc and he's been talking to us and he has, I'm not sure he has four classes a, or he he's teaching three classes and all of them are pre-calc. So he's going to be doing three pre-calc classes every day. <laughs> Four days a week for six weeks. Uh, uh, and I was like, that's got to be so hard as a teacher. Like, yeah. I have his last period of the day. And by that, then he usually has every single problem memorized from having wow. doing it the last two periods. So, yeah. I don't that know. is, I, I would not, um, I don't envy him in that way, but he yeah. is a really good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's able to make it enjoyable, which is nice, especially for the longer periods. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I, 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 um, I, I, I worry that this won't be over for college, but you know, one can Fingers hope. Crossed. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that's, I mean, just seeing the current trajectory, in my opinion, it doesn't seem like we're even close to getting out of the thick of things. And, um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah. in uh covid wise so i don't think we're going back to normal anytime soon i mean now i don't know what i thought was happening with the vaccine before i guess i kind of assumed that you'd get the vaccine and then you couldn't get covid but it seems that the vaccine is more like you get the vaccine and then it it, it causes you uh it takes away the symptoms the negative symptoms from having covid so in the end everybody will really have it but um there's things with getting because my mom just got the covid vaccine and or she's gotten her first shot she hasn't gotten her second shot yet but one thing i've heard is that different vaccines some vaccines will or will not actually stop like if you let's say you were to have the covid virus on like in your system that's gonna be that's gonna it might not affect you if you had the vaccine, but you're still mm-hmm. a carrier of COVID, so you can still transmit it. And I know that there are yeah. some vaccines that will prevent that or will not. And I'm not sure which do which, but or if that's a thing yet, but I just know that that's something to think about. You might not get COVID, but you still can carry it and transmit it, which is a problem. Right. Yeah. And yeah. now we've had, we have new players entering the, uh, the virus field with the new variants and all that so it should be another thing we just just kind of another i guess curveball or some other metaphor i was looking for on what we'll have to do and change with it because 
just how it interacts with us is changing as the as it mutates itself and so yeah and i think I uh how we treat this will be ever changing and yep. um i don't i think again we still we still almost a year and cannot say for sure what will happen yeah and i know That's that cases cases i'm not sure if it's globally but at least the united states are definitely they're going down they've been going down since it looks like at least like mid-january it's just they've been on the decline but i'm not sure how it's going to like the nationwide cases are going to be affected as more more of the new variants are introduced into like the what what's the word the uh uh like not gene pool populous i don't know no, the uh, petri dish or something. I don't know. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, we still we're seeing politicians now saying like it's time to reopen on both from both parties, and it's like you're not the ones that are you know having to deal with that reopening. You know, like I think Cuomo in New York and uh, the guy from the governor of California, Newsom, um, Newsom. Both of them are saying like we need to reopen for businesses to prosper and stuff. When that's just you know it's not safe. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a definitely a situation where it's like easy for you to say, yeah, yeah, up there. I wonder if um, I bet you like kind of when we say it's the COVID scene is resolved, if it'll be like another one of those things where it's like if you're traveling to a different country you really haven't been before, you check like oh what's what is what's the COVID situation for them have they fully gotten Mm -hmm. like how are they treating it what do i need to do so i can get there what tests do i have to take such and such and so i wonder if that'll just be another layer of things you have to do when traveling internationally which yeah should be interesting Mm -hmm. okay so uh moving on to the COVID relief bill um they've been working on it recently uh it includes fourteen hundred dollar uh, direct payments to most Americans, uh, $400 per week federal jobless benefits through September, and $350 billion for state, local, and tribal relief. Uh, additionally, it includes $170 billion for K-12 schools and higher education, along with $20 billion for a nationwide vaccination program. Um, they've been discussing what they want um, the salary, the income cap to be for the $1,400 payments. Um, in the $600 bill that was done under the Trump administration at the end of December, it was for individuals, you had to have a $75,000 income cap, and then it would decrease after that. And for married couples, it was $150,000. They've been debating lowering it to $50,000 for individuals and $100,000 for, um, for couples. Personally, I think this is a very bad idea on a bunch of different levels. Uh, they used the 2019 um, uh, adjusted gross income to calculate that, which doesn't really make any sense considering the pandemic hit in 2020. And so we can't really know where people are actually at financially based off that Mm -hmm. statistic. What do you guys think about this? I, I think that, uh, I think for sure Biden specifically is shooting himself in the foot here if he's not pushing for this, Yeah. because how many people are going to see the, the already things of uh, there's there's so much already on the internet of like Biden's talking about unity but he's doing blah 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 I mean and whether or not the validity of those is, is a whole nother topic but that that people are gonna see that oh wait I'm not I'm not getting 
I'm not even getting the same amount I was getting last year because the cap has changed or I'm not getting anything at all because now supposedly I'm, I'm uh, making too much. I think that, that any, that, I think they have good intentions and in what they're trying to do and make sure that the money goes to the people who most need it. But I think at the end of the day, like most people right now are not uh, financially comfortable, especially yeah. compared to where they were at the beginning. Right. And yeah. there's definitely more, um, I don't know, I'd say just unrest about it. And so to be starting off with such a softball from Biden, I think he's shooting himself in the foot for, uh, approving, uh, being, a, uh, approval ratings and as well as down the line, like, how is he going to be able to push for another bill? He's definitely not going to be able to push for a bill as big or anything right. close. So if he, he goes small here, he's just cornering himself to even smaller. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of going off of that. I, I talked about that in my new article, um, subtle plug, um, nice plug, but uh, yeah, I, I, I was looking at statistics. Somebody from somebody that worked at the Federal Reserve for like more than a decade was talking about how if you do the calculations, like uh, roughly 40 million people that got the $600 from Trump in the second stimulus bill do not get the 1400 from Biden. That, you know, one hurts 40 million people. Um, you know, you can't make $600 last all that long. Um, and additionally, I mean, I don't know. That looks like a pretty bad prospect for Biden and for the Democrats in 2022. I mean, people aren't going to forget that they got 600 under Trump and zero under Biden, not even counting the 1200 or 1400 that they got in the first relief bill. Uh, it's a mess, I think. Um, and I just, and I, I'm stealing this from my article here, but you know, $1,400 to less people in mid-March does not sound the same as $2,000 out the door on day one. Um, yeah, he he definitely he definitely pitched a lot more than what it seems he's delivering now, yeah. and and his his confidence in his reluctance to to people who were saying, "Hey man, I don't think you're really going to be able to pull that many people across the aisle and work with that many Republicans," is just more kind of to people who follow it a lot is going to look a lot more. Um, like he was ill-prepared and yeah. didn't know what he was doing yet. I just, yet so many people voted for him off the prospect, yeah. right? Like for people who were already kind of like, I am voting for you because you are the best option. It's right. not really, uh, it's not helping him any, in, in any way here <laughs> with what he's yeah. doing. Not the best. Um, and it's not the only one of the, like, I don't know. He's made, he made a bunch of campaign promises that he didn't really keep. Um, well he's only been in for like i know but like on the campaign trail there's video of him saying like you know we're going to implement universal background checks on day one you know uh, we're going to stop the gun show loophole on day one is that possible to do on day one though yeah i mean you know if you have the senate you do have 51 votes so it is kind of tight but do you have you should sorry you you should make a promise you can't keep especially as a politician um I mean, I think that's true, and I think that it's good to bring that up, but there's like, there is a lot of other, I mean, I think it is bound to happen that there are promises that aren't going to be kept. I just think that you have to shoot for as least, the least amount of those as possible. Yeah. And if you can't, if you're, 
if you don't hold your opponent accountable for those, then people are going to try and hold you. I mean, the people, I don't know what I was going to say there, but like, it doesn't seem like he's holding him to a standard in which a lot of people would like him to be, especially the people who voted him in, you know? Yeah. All right. Um, anybody other have any other closing statements on that part of the show? I don't think so. Have something I want to talk about next. Go ahead. Uh, the Super Bowl. Um, big game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the game. True. True. Actually, the <laughs> biggest of games. Many people Chiefs. say this. Yeah. Um. How did you guys feel? Not about me, it? of course. Did Did you guys both watch it? I watched the halftime show i actually this is the one of the first years which i did not really watch the game at all like i checked the score like a few times in the beginning and then it looked like they'd and then i got a notification from espn that said like buccaneers running away with it bye bye super bowl (laughs) or bye bye to the chiefs and i was like ah there's no point in watching this and i think I, I missed the halftime show because of something, but anyways, yeah, I surprisingly, I usually watch it and this year I did not. Uh, yeah. I, I am not one for football at all. Like I haven't been invested at football at like once in the past five years, but I always just seem to watch the Super Bowl, uh, for junk food and wings. Um, <laughs> yep. 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 That's the best reason. That's not why. Um, the only reason they might say <laughs> but about halfway through the third quarter I was like there's no point we all know who's gonna win yeah like did you were you guys rooting for anyone in particular I didn't really care all that much I mean, like you know I'm a yeah it, I was I was kind of in the same boat as like well either the Chiefs win again or Tom Brady wins again neither <laughs> of those seem really interesting to me right. so yeah uh, yeah, I do think Mahomes is a pretty unique talent. I felt bad for him <laughs> after the game. You know, it, it was it was tough because you know he he was putting it all out there for the Chiefs, and you know his receivers and his defensive or his defensive line just really couldn't get it together. You know that one shot of him, like you know the 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 announcers like he's running away, he's running for his life, and then you know he's like he gets tackled outside of the pocket and he's like falling down and he throws like a perfect throw into the end zone. Yeah. That was, that was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that part. That was, yeah. I think that was a good analogy of how the the game went as a whole for him. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Talking more about the game, you know, I didn't, it's like the Buccaneers just like, you know, I feel like they paid for this one. I mean, you know, it's oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you know, I mean, I'm a Patriots fan, so I can't really talk. Ooh. But like, Salty. you know, they stole everyone from us. You know, <laughs> Brady left, and then Gronk came out of retirement, and then just just to go back to the Buccaneers. This is this is then, this is typical of Patriots fans. He owns Gronk. He owns Brady. <laughs> Who else does no, he own? I he just owns feel... all the good players. All the good players <laughs> immediately are. Go straight to the Patriots, and if somebody else gets them, stole <laughs> it. Well, listen, they they were our guys, you know, and they got Amendola, and they got Brown. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Brown, 
but you know, he never I'm, really played. The Buccaneers the- absolutely. Yeah, but that's the entire sport. Like you guys are like missing the, the fact right. that every time it's who can pay for what player, right? And who's the richer guy to pay for the team to get get the person they want? Did the Chiefs pay for their best player? I don't think so. He was yeah, drafted, but he still has to he? agree to certain things in the end, right? Like there's a contract he has to draw up. And he is the highest played paid player, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he, he he's got a massive contract. Um, can we agree that it's ridiculous how much like football? You know, it's also ridiculous paid? how much Jeff Bezos like, gets paid, but okay, all right, we're yeah. yeah I'm just but, saying, yeah, like, yeah, what's, very true. What's the point of saying that? Saying, when they that's get true. Way less money than so many other people who deserve even less, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think any of them deserve at all. <laughs> the money that they get um, are you saying you don't like capitalism wow yes. that's so weird luke doesn't like capitalism. <laughs> wow <laughs> wow oh my god wow um did you guys okay halftime show the weekend halftime, halftime show. show what'd you think i liked it i i enjoyed it i thought it was i thought it was well thought out i think the audio could have been better mm-hmm. i i do like hearing my i do like hearing what yep. he's saying um, but I think it's usually they have backup singers. Like he was just doing it solo, yeah. so usually they'll have like, because usually it's also a band, so they'll have right. people like backing them up. And it was just solo. I liked the part where he grabbed the camera. And <laughs> yeah, Made me feel. Really I close with I him. never really. I've always wanted to get into the weekend, but I didn't really know where to start. So this whole like highlights album that he released. Um for it it was a nice place to start really helped you out um and i thought although the on the field part portion was sort of uh underwhelming compared to the rest except for the very end of it it was a well-made you know well thought out well-performed show um yeah did you know that he did not get paid for yeah didn't he put a bunch of his own money in well he also put seven. Yeah, but he's also getting paid. how much publicity from that? I mean, how many people do you right. think were watching the Super Bowl Good hadn't point. actually really even heard of him, other than like the younger generation that was watching it? Yeah, and just like yeah. Luke was That's saying, he didn't know how to get in to start and, and uh, liking the weekend, and here he is. His albums? I don't know. This is a huge assumption. I probably will regret this, but the highlights huh. album only picks the best, the cream of the crop. That's why it's called a highlights album. I feel like. Yeah. I couldn't listen to his full album and get as much out of it as I did the highlights. Album. Listen to House yeah, of Balloons. His one of his first. Okay. I've heard House of Balloons. One of his first good. albums. That's good. And and okay, but I mean, like, I just say to defend myself here, I don't really like. <laughs> I'm not I criticizing him. I would say that he is an <laughs> album artist. I think he is a is a more closely to like a radio artist, and that you listen to. Okay. He's as like guy. something to put on, something in which I think the production is well made. Not necessarily that the the art behind it is a whole lot. It's just something that is kind of it's not nothing groundbreaking, but it's kind of like go with the flow culture of how the generation is feeling. You know, like relatable music, if right. you will. Right. I I do think that. I don't know. I'd never really seen him live before, um, but probably a great performance to start with. And, you know, seeing him live, definitely like, I don't know, you know, I, one thing that it definitely showed me is that you know, he, he was a great choice for uncut gems. He definitely fits that vibe really well. Um, yeah. Anybody have anything else they want to add? 
I agree with you that he was really good in Uncut Gems. Yeah. Okay. Uh, welcome. Uh, well, thank you for listening to the first um, episode of Lance Talk. Don't be surprised if there is a, a different title going forward. Um, uh, Cole, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to have you on. Yeah, man. Um, hopefully, we'll have you on again. Um, yeah, it was kind of a kind of we jumped around on a lot of topics there. Um, we did. So it sorry, was, it was a roundup of topics. Yeah, it was sorry a good discussion. A, yeah, if it was a lot to handle, that's our bad. Um, you know, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you're interested in more content like this, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Hellgate Lance, uh, on the internet at HellgateLance.com, or on our app, Student News Source. Um, Liam, yeah, Paul? you, I, the along with the uh, at HellgateLance.com, not only can you find uh past podcasts you can also find past past uh print editions of the hellgate lance and along with all of our writers stories uh updated every week so check it out yeah see you next time see you fellas